Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshan McAway. You're tuned in to Wild Podcast. By all means, go to wildpodcast.me. That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. Now, today we have a special guest, author Lucy LeMay Chalucci. She's the author of You Are Here, The Struggling Woman's Guide to Reclaiming Happiness. Lucy, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, thanks. Yourself? I'm doing well. Tell me about your book, You Are Here. Please explain to me what this book is about. Okay. Um, well, when I describe You Are Here, I tell people it's the depleted woman's field guide to reconnecting with joy. So um, you can uh, expect to find a collection of open letter style essays to all women that examines the crisis of burnout and joylessness that many of us come to find ourselves during midlife. With this particular book, it's made for a lot of women that struggle with depression. Uh, what was your struggle with depression? My struggle with depression was kind of an ongoing thing that uh, I was battling uh, over the course of the last 10 years. And this book was actually kind of born from that period of suffering in my life. Um, I personally, I felt so completely overwhelmed with, with my life that I could not function. Um, and this was like across the board at work and at home. I experienced a uh, burnout with my career as a dance educator. Um, and I had to actually quit teaching for a couple of years. And uh, I was completely uh, overwhelmed at home as well. I felt like I was letting my family down. I was a bad wife, a bad mother, etc. And uh, it was just like I was on this... Uh, this merry-go-round of tasks and responsibilities where I was beholden to others. And I felt it was my place to be looking after everybody at the expense of myself, which resulted in a bottomless pit of depression. And when I describe it um, visually, it's kind of like the image of we've all watched cartoons where there's a character in a car and the car is driving along and it's out of gas or some other obstacle comes in the car's way and it comes sputtering to a halt and it's, you know, there's a few coughs and wheezes and it's like, <laughs> it, right. um, it just becomes completely inert and it's not in motion anymore. And that's kind of how it was for me. So tell me this, like, explain to me, um, how, how does one get to that point? Like, what was it that said that you said, okay, I'm not happy with things. Like, was it an incident? Was it something that somebody said and it just kept on spiraling? Like, what was it that got you there? Um, well, I think it's it's a number of things. And while it's different for every woman, there there seems to be a, a common thread here in, in how we arrive to this point because I feel like we don't really realize how much our attitudes and outlooks are, are shaped by our upbringing. And many women of my generation were raised in households that provided us with live tutorials in, in martyrdom, right? Like we watched our own mothers work themselves to the bone, both inside and outside the home. Uh, we subconsciously take our cues from the leading women in our lives and continue to play out these uh, skewed perceptions into our own adulthood. And that causes us to neglect our own self-care because we grow up watching our mothers and our grandmothers do it. And we feel, well, that's just the way it is to to be a good woman and, and love your family correctly. It's love should be completely selfless. Right. And since women are still the main caregivers and sometimes sole caregivers in the household, uh, we're the ones who are responsible largely for shaping this other future generation. 
uh, of women, and I can't think of a more important job that requires its leader to be mentally uh, and emotionally fit and as healthy as possible. So I got a chance to read through your sample chapter, and it mm-hmm. seems as if you have a great handle on life. Um, you have children, and I take it that you're still married, correct? Yes, I am. Okay. So what are you doing now towards them that's different so they could see the turnaround? Like, what happens now? Well, <clears throat> at some point when I decided that there there had to be a change, um, I felt guilty about uh, pulling back on certain things that I was doing here because uh, I always felt if I'm making the time to do something for me, it's taking away from my family. Uh, and th- this book is a beautiful example of that because in order to make the time to write and, get, and publish this book, because I, I self-published it, uh, partly because I thought it was my best option and other part because I think uh, I'm a masochist. <laughs> I just like <laughs> making things difficult on myself. Um, but to, in order to do that, I had to sit down and, and have a family meeting with everyone and say, look, it is really important to me that uh, I write this book. There is an artist and a writer in me who has been yearning to uh, organize and share her thoughts with people, and uh, I can't do this if I'm driving carpool all the time and I'm the pizza lady on Wednesdays and I'm baking four dozen muffins to put in the freezer every Sunday. So, And we sat down and we talked about, you know, how we could divide the um, the, the labor, the household labor, in a way that was um, not solely relying on, on my shoulders. And everyone pitched in more, and uh, I started making time to do things for fun. I came into downhill skiing a few years ago, and I started having a regular uh, day during the week where I would just put all the the work aside, and I would go and I would ski on my own. And uh, at first, it felt very – it was like this gratuitous exercise in leisure, and now Mm -hmm. I see it as something that's vital for my my own mental health. If, If I don't replenish myself, if I don't do things that sustain my my soul, uh, I have nothing to give to the people that I love the most in life. Right. And that's kind of what results in being this kind of um, chronically angry and cantankerous, bitter person that, uh, you know, oh, never mind, I'll just do it myself, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we get to that point, and, and we often blame the people around us for for that but i mean i feel at the heart of it this is this is a choice we all make we teach people how to treat us and if we show the people we love that it doesn't matter if if we have time to ourselves or not or if we pursue the things that light us up then it's it's hard for them to treat us that way as well right right so what do you want the women who read your book to know oh gosh darshan so many things so 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 many things um I think I want them to know that uh, mainly they're not crazy and they're absolutely not alone. I mean, I've heard, I've had so many women reach out to me since writing this book to say, you know, at least twice a week I've locked myself in the bathroom to cry or I go for long drives or I do go and pick up the dry cleaning across town because it gives me 20 minutes in the car alone to cry and just kind of blow off some steam. And uh, I think there's so many of us that are having the experience of, of having it all, having this beautiful life, 
but not being able to enjoy any of it because we're so tapped out. And mm-hmm. we're trained early on, um, particularly in with Western modern culture, to be people pleasers and overextenders and uh, put our needs last. And I think that's why so many women arrive at the point where um, they're exhausted and resentful during midlife. You know, it, it's like we've kind of become the shell of a person that we used to be. We have no connection to our authentic selves. And I'm talking about the person who doesn't answer to mommy or Mrs. So-and-so or the person behind the label of teacher, lawyer, doctor, whatever your profession is. Mm-hmm. That's the woman that, that we need to remain connected to, at least in part, if we're going to experience any joy in, in our other life. But it, it pisses us off that we're like this. And then we feel guilty about being angry and we stuff it all down further with wine or shopping or, ironically enough, more work. That was my go-to when I felt really lousy about things. I, my grandmother had a saying, and it was, if, if you're unhappy with your life, it's because you're, you're not busy enough, right? So go do mm. something. <laughs> mm. And I've seen many women in my family handle their, their struggles that way which just kind of, you know, leads you further down the rabbit hole. So um, basically I just want every woman out there to know who is suffering in this way, that it doesn't have to be like this. You are solely responsible for your own happiness. It, it shouldn't be something that you go through marriage or your children or your vocation to achieve. And uh, when you start buying into the idea that it's it's okay for you to dial back some of the doing in your life so you can plug into some of the being, um, and really get to know yourself and be good to yourself. That is one of the most energizing experiences, I think, that we can have that will breathe life back into our tired souls. Got you. So let's let's tell the listeners where they could uh, contact you possibly and learn more about you and where to purchase your book. Oh, excellent. Okay. So um, if anyone is um, uh, interested in, uh, in reaching out and learning more about what uh, I'm about, uh, the first place I would send them to would be my website, and that is uh, www.thestorytellerspage.com. All one word, no punctuation. So again, www.thestorytellerspage.com. And uh, I am around on Instagram and Facebook. You can uh, drop in and give me a little wave and uh, just, a bit, you know, hey, Lucy, heard you on uh, Darshan's podcast, and we can chit-chat. I've got a sample chapter for a free download for anyone who uh, stops by. And I've also got, um, because a lot of my, well, I mean, all of my followers are women who are in the same stage of life that I am, and everyone is busy and has kids and activities and all sorts of things going. I've got, um, I have a little uh, PDF that I, I share with everyone. You can download again free from my website, and it's uh, my my top ten dine and dash recipes for busy weeknights because I know what it's like to have only thirty minutes to put food in people's mouths and then shove them out the door again. <laughs> so I've got a little uh, I've got a little recipe stash that uh, I get to anyone who uh, who waves me over. You could look at my book, You Are Here, The Struggling Woman's Guide to Reclaiming Happiness. You could look me up on Amazon.com. If you're up my way, uh, north of the border, then you can go to Amazon.ca. So uh, any any Amazon retailer, you can find me.
You're listening to Wild Podcast. We're speaking with author Lucy LeMay Chalucci. She's the author of You Are Here, The Struggling Woman's Guide to Reclaiming Happiness. Lucy, thank you so much for speaking with me. I really expect for things to work out well for you. Oh, thanks so much, Darshan. It was a pleasure meeting you. I had a lot of fun. Thank you.